0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Crypto 101 podcast. Pizza Mind here, rolling solo today, but not alone. I am graced with the presence of one of the best minds in crypto, one of the most complicated projects that humanity has ever dreamed of. We're here with Dominic Williams, the founder and chief scientist over at Dfinity. Finally, (laughs) <laughs> We've got a chance to learn about this amazing project and what you're doing over here. Dominic, welcome to the Crypto 101 podcast.
1: Well, um, firstly, thanks, Aaron, uh, for the kind words. I'm pleased to be here.
0: So tell us a little bit about your background. What were you doing before you started the Internet Computer?
1: Well, um, you know, I've always been, uh, you know, there's always been this duality. On the one hand, I'm, I'm very entrepreneurial. On the other hand, Um, You know, I'm a bit of a nerd and I like theoretical computer science, distributed computing, um, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, you know, crypto became the perfect place for me. But the last big thing I did um, before um, going full time in crypto uh, was create um, a a kid's game, uh, an MMO called Fight My Monster. And it grew to several million users. And this was significant because um, I also developed a lot of the um, systems that supported that game and a very high degree of interactivity um, between its users. So um, during the course of that, I I, uh, um, created the first sort of production system using something called Cassandra, which is a decentralized database, which makes it very, very easy to um, scale out uh, data storage and, and processing, and also created um, a horizontally scalable um, sort of game server that could um, arbitrarily connect, um, create you know arbitrarily forward events between uh, millions of users who had some um, prior connection. So uh, actually, that was a very nice um, sort of seg- segue into crypto because I had. You know, I'd I'd seen, you know, I'd I'd sort of seen blockchain coming in a way many years before just by luck. Um, In 1999, I was creating actually what would have been one of the world's first cloud platforms. It was an online storage system called Smart Drives. And that involved um, cryptography, naturally, for the purposes of security. I even tried to create my own sort of early certificate system. And... Um, I was using this library called crypto plus plus credited by a guy called way die. Um, and you can still find his website um, on that website, um, which is unchanged from 20 years ago, as far as I can see, um, there's this thing called B money description of this thing called B money. And I read, I read this and went, wow. Um, I could see there was something there. I, I just didn't have time and I couldn't really grasp it. You know, at that time. Um, but um and anyways you know um uh later on you know um i, I created this game i started building in like 2009 um and then switched to crypto full-time in, in 2013. um you know I, I i was able to sort of bring these things together like you know when i saw bitcoin really take off in, in april 2013 you know and more more people were coming into the field um I was sort of primed, if you like, and um, instantly decided um, that I wanted to be involved. And then by the end of 2013, I was, you know, investigating ways of, you know, improving blockchains, making them faster, making them more scalable.
0: Did you know, even back then in 2013, 2014, that the crypto and blockchain space was going to explode and be where it is today?
1: Yes. I mean, you know, I think I went through some of the same phases as everybody else. So, you know um that, that began with satoshi's white paper right and um you know i read that and reread it and i'm like wow this is such a beautiful idea <laughs> such a beautiful idea um you know both tactically speaking and in terms um of this idea of creating an independent money um that existed in cyberspace that you know governments couldn't control and you know, like like many people, you know, back then, I, I began to imagine that you know, Bitcoin would take over the world. And, and um, you know, there was like a sort of ladder, I suppose, you know, and that's how I, that was the first rung, if you like. But soon I began realizing that, you know, you could apply blockchain to many different things. And the world's computer, um, and I still love Bitcoin, by the way, I still believe in digital gold, but... Um the world computer concept was just this idea of just, just stunning to me. And it actually came from the, the earlier Ethereum community. Um, they didn't pursue it with the same passion, but you know, I think because I've been developing um you know systems and services for so many years, you know, I, I started writing code when I was like 11. Um I just and I'd been through the whole internet thing, I saw the potential of a world computer. In, in ways that others didn't. And, and I just saw that it had to be built and that once it really was built and running um, in its best form, inevitably, you know, people would start rebuilding systems and services on it and it would be a very, very impactful thing. So that that's why I, I focused on that that particular thing. And I, re- I do believe that, um, you know, a world computer is 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 the end end game for, for it you know I, and if you like the end game for for, for web three i mean sometimes i refer to it as blockchain singularity i believe that you know if you scroll forward a sufficient number of years um the world's going to be building on a public network and it's going to be a blockchain and that blockchain is going to be fast enough uh, efficient enough and you know be able to serve web so that you don't need anything else to build. You don't need Amazon Web Services. You don't need Microsoft Azure. You don't need Google. You don't need databases, web servers. Obviously, not firewalls, right? Because if you build on a blockchain, smart contracts are tamper-proof, just like Bitcoin. That's one of their great advantages. So you certainly don't need firewalls. Um, and and that—that's the future, and it'll provide um, you know individuals and organizations with absolutely enormous advantages over today's I.T. stack. Um, Let's talk about
0: that because, you know, that is the future. But right now we're in the present where distributed computers do make up Amazon Web Services. And Amazon Web Services, for those of you who don't know, is the biggest vertical that Amazon has. It's bigger than their store. It's bigger than Amazon Prime. Amazon Web Services makes them the most money out of everything Amazon does. That's right. so, what's, yeah. And in fact, there's all kinds of crypto apps that are using Amazon Web Services. But what are the dangers of doing that? What are the dangers oh. of running your blockchain nodes on Amazon Web Services or Google Cloud or Microsoft Azure or any of those oh, other right.
1: things? Lots and lots. Well, firstly, just to add some color to um, your point about um, you know, Amazon Web Services being the biggest part of Amazon. Um, currently, the, this year, the world is expected to pay um, 482 billion for cloud services. Um, the UK government um spends a billion dollars a year on cloud services alone. Um, but you can add to that all kinds of things, like you know, um, people pay $172 billion a year um, for cybersecurity. And you can imagine, you can just keep on adding like the cost of databases, middleware, uh, this and other. In, in fact, um IT as a whole cost the world world or will cost the world in 2020. Um, $5 trillion, according to Ghana Research. And that number's continuously growing. So IT is fantastically expensive. Um, and, you know, it presents a very juicy total addressable market for something like the internet computer because, um, you know, w- we believe most of it should be abandoned and people should rebuild on, on, on blockchain. Um, and we, we, we believe... That it's very clear why that people are going to want to do that, you know. When uh, once you have a blockchain that's you know fast enough, efficient enough, infinitely scalable, and so on, smart contracts simplify everything. You know, you're building on a public network, so you know that. You know, remember, smart contracts are just blockchain code. It's a slightly unfortunate name. It makes you sound it. The word smart contracts makes you think it's something to do with, with the law, but it's just code, right? It's tamper-proof code on the blockchain. So. You know, you're building on a public network. You're, you know, you're not a captive customer anymore. If you build on Amazon Web Services, your foundations um, you know, are residing on a, a private company, right? You know, you're gonna, you're gonna have to rebuild everything somewhere else to move. So, you know, it's public. So, you know, you're not a captive customer. It's unstoppable, right? So, and I think this is something you're alluding to too, with the dangers of building on Amazon. It's unstoppable. So, um, you know, your systems keep on ticking. The, the systems you build are tamper-proof. You don't have to worry about someone hacking your systems and putting and encrypting them with ransomware or hacking them in some other way. They're tamper-proof. Uh, you don't even need a firewall to protect them. Um, systems are composable. So you, know, you can compose systems made with smart contracts. Interoperability is extremely easy. All these smart contracts exist within the same blockchain universe. And you can, you can build systems in the same way that you, you build software. You know, you build software from components and libraries. You can build systems from system components, and that's revolutionary. Um, Obviously, you can process value as data in code, you know, thanks to tokenization. Um, And you could say the same for a a density. There's a whole lot of innovations coming um, down the pipe there, too. And, of course, this is very important. We'll get to it. And when you build a smart contracts, if you want, um, you can make your code autonomous. And that means you can create code that has an independent existence, isn't controlled by a personal organization. Maybe it's immutable; and it never changes, or maybe it can be updated, but only by by a community DAO, decentralized autonomous organization. Um, and that's very important to the, to the future of Web three. So, um, you know, we think it's inevitable that 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 people are going to move uh, to to blockchain. You know, we think this this is the end game. You're all or the, you know, having the vast majority of humanity systems and services on, on on blockchain is the end game for Web three, and it's what we call blockchain singularity. But in, on the way there, we also think that you know, on the way there, of course, what matters now is you know the early adopt, you know, what's coming, you know, what early on in Web three, and that's things like social fi you know, the blend of social media and DeFi, game fi blend of gaming and social uh, and, and DeFi. Sorry, I mean play to earn things like that. Metaverse, all these things, um, or just plain old DeFi. It's very, very dangerous um, for, for, for early Web3 pioneers to be building on the cloud. Um, and that's what happens today outside the internet computer universe. Um, you know, when you hear people saying they're building on Ethereum, they're building on Solana, they're building on Avalanche, what they really mean is they're building a cloud application. All the data is on cloud. All the processes on cloud, and just a few little things are occasionally transferred to, to, to the blockchains, like tokens or you know maybe the hash of a NFT. Um, and the problem is that well, there's not problems. The most obvious problems problem is that um, you know Amazon Web Services is proving unreliable, and when Amazon Web Services goes down, so do so do those DApps. Right. And everyone said, well, well, I thought this was decentralized. Why is it going down? But um, this happened, you know, famously, and the mainstream media picked up on it with DYDX, you know. <laughs> well, Amazon's gone down and this exchange, this decentralized exchange running on Ethereum has gone down. Like, well, what, what is going on? Um, but actually, it's, it's, it's you know, it, it goes even deeper than that. So let's just run through some of the other really big problems with this, this architecture. Um, obviously, it's not secure. Like if someone hacks into your cloud account or, or maybe just one of the people running the service turns evil, well, guess what? They can steal your tokens. Like, um, you know, I could go, if, if I control, if I hack into the website of OpenSea, say, I can insert malicious code into the page and that can interact with your MetaMask wallet, right? Um, and basically steal your tokens and something I forget.
0: We just had that happen recently. Where there, it did just
1: happen. I think, yeah, they got in via Cloudflare, I think. And what they were doing is they weren't—they were only um, intermittently injecting the malicious code into the page. So it'd be like kind of—you'd go there, get your token stolen. You'd tell your your technical mate, "Hey, something's wrong with this." He'd go and look, and he'd look in the code, and he didn't see it in the page in the web page. Didn't see anything. So you know that's obviously very bad, and this is ridiculous. And obviously, it's even more ridiculous when. Blockchains actually start running on the cloud themselves. Like so, for example, most Ethereum nodes are run by Infura on Amazon Web Services, and obviously, um, either a malicious person at Amazon um, or in, you know some an in, malicious person in Infura could actually inject. Uh, sorry, could could actually make these nodes return malicious data that act, acts like a sort of SQL injection attack in reverse. Put some bad data into the web page that interacts with Metamask and steals the tokens again in some way, right? So that's bad. You know, it's just the whole thing. And of course, it's not censorship resistant. I mean, look what happened with Parler. Amazon Web Services decided um, that, you know, they didn't like, you know, Donald Trump supporters and and the sort of alt-right and so on and so forth. But, you know, you can say what you will about those people and that may or not, may or may not be your own politics but most people in blockchain believe that a key purpose is ensuring that um sans being a terrorist organization or something like that you know you should be able to create some kind of social media that doesn't get censored because the someone doesn't like your politics now the sad thing is you know um if Amazon Web Services wanted to, want to, they could switch off pretty much the entire Ethereum ecosystem. They could probably reboot it, but, you know, they just switch DAP. they just switch off in furor. Um, but, you know, when the DAPs themselves are actually built on Amazon or whatever it is, um, obviously, there's no censorship resistance, right? I mean, the fact that they might be making a few calls to, to blockchain on the back end is, is meaningless. Like, the bulk of the data and the processing see-
2: Recordings. They're always recorded locally, and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy Video Lock is 24-7, so you don't have to worry about any issues you have, and it comes with an 18-month warranty. What I love about this product is it's truly all-in-one. With the three-in-one, you don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door.
1: It's on Amazon, right? And Amazon can switch them off anytime they feel like it. So, um, you know, we believe that's the wrong arch- architecture. And the good news is that um, on the internet computer blockchain, um, you don't need cloud because efficiency has been increased. I mean, I meant by huge amounts. We're talking to 100,000 to 100 million X um, through advanced mathematics. And, you know, this blockchain runs at web speed with, with you know, uh, web, web levels of efficiency. Um, you know, code on the blockchain can serve web, so you don't need like, a, to put the website, Amazon web services. It's infinitely scalable. Um, the costs have been, um, you know, reduced by absolutely incredible amounts. I mean, to, for, for example, and to give you some prat, you know, practical numbers, um, a, gig, a gigabyte of data, right, is like 300 phone photos, 17 minutes of phone video, it's about one three hundred and fiftieth of all the blo- of all the Bitcoin transactions. It's about one four millionth of um, one four millionth of all the data that's added to net uh, to Facebook every day, right? But for the purposes of Web three, let's just focus on the photos, right? You know, um, it, it's three hundred phone photos. Okay, so one gigabyte of data on Ethereum today it goes up and down, but last time it was about three hundred million dollars? And it would also take you almost forever to upload that that gigabyte to Ethereum. Solana, um, you know, uh, obviously has reliability issues and so on and so forth, but you know, it has brought the price down. It was about $800,000 on Solana for a gigabyte, right? On the internet computer, um, it's about $5 a gigabyte a year paid in these things called cycles, which which are a bit like gas or Ethereum. so, you know, there's a huge reduction. And, and so, that you know, that to store one phone photo on Ethereum cost you a million dollars. It would also take you several days to upload it. Solana, um, again, you know, I, I don't know what would happen to Solana if if lots of people started storing the phone photos up there because it's really built for these just very lightweight transactions.
0: Well, it makes me wonder, like, so if Solana is built by Coinbase because it goes down every time the market goes <laughs> So...
1: Yeah, well, it's it's it is designed. It's very optimized for lightweight transactions, and I think that's what developers are having problems with now. You know, you can, you can do about three thousand transactions a day as long as they're very lightweight. But if once those transactions in, involve, you know, complex smart com, smart contract operations, right, it, it has it, it has problems. But um, you know, it, just but let's just say it can handle lots and lots of photos being uploaded. Um, it can't, but let's just say it could. The cost of uploading, um, you know. One photo is like what, $2,666. I mean, no, that's crazy. No, no, yeah. On the internet computer, it's, it's like 1.6 cents, right?
0: Well, let me ask and, you this. So what, where does the internet computer get its resources from? Is it just a bunch of people that are donating their spare computer resources, whether it's CPU well, or memory? No, it's this a very, thing actually built.
1: Yeah. So the internet computer has been sort of constructed by a very, very large R&D operation that's been running for years um you know it was first raised serious money in, in february 2017 and, and um i've just been growing it since then and you know people can check it out on, on the team page of definitive.org or you know probably on linkedin by searching people. we actually i think employ for example more famous cryptographers than just about any other organization in the world um and you know but it's not just them though you know there's 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 you know brilliant computer science researchers and and very senior engineers and so on, and you know over over time we we you know learned how to make um, research and engineering work together in a very effective way, and have created a very sophisticated system. And that that system is a ground up rethink of of blockchain. Nearly everything's different, okay, um, and it involves a, and it's powered by a lot of you know um, n- new mathematics in the form of new cryptography. So, um, but but many but but the whole thing is is a complete rethink. So. Um, you can't really call it proof of work and you can't really call it proof of stake. Um, the network itself is hosted by um, special node machines, a bit like the internet's hosted by routers. Um, these these are sort of machines built to a community specification, um, and yet you know, there are different you know, specifications. The new specifications will, will come out, so it's a heterogeneous network. But sure. um, those node machines could, you know. The, 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 like, they're like specialized servers, right? They, they don't have, um, it's a bit like, you know, the kind of m- m- machines that Google would use. They don't have like redundant power supplies because the redundancy is in, in the blockchain itself. They just optimize for performance, but um, they're still expensive. You know, they cost about 10 grand each, I guess, at the moment. And um, uh, currently the system, the network uses something called deterministic decentralization which means that the owner-operators of these node machines, we call them node providers, have to be identified. And the reason is the network reduces um, replication of data and computation while maintaining the um, availability, liveness, um, security guarantees that you'd expect from a blockchain by combining nodes Um, into subnet blockchains, which add capacity, right, in a very careful way.
0: I get a lot of questions uh, almost every day, in fact, saying, I've got 10 grand, 20 grand, I want to start mining Bitcoin. You know, what do I do? And I say, stop, don't go throw that money into Bitcoin. You're never going to make your money back. In fact, one Bitcoin miner is going to cost you 10 grand, which is, you know, 10 times as much as what it used to. But can they take that 10 grand and build themselves a node machine and apply to DFINITY?
1: Well, the first thing is you don't have to apply to Definity. That was, unfortunately, a, a, you know, what's the word, you know, a, 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 the, 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 that's a misconception that results my own poor communication skills. Um, Firstly, everyone should know that like, Definity is basically an RD operation, and, you know, we have a very thin comms, marketing, business development team, and that's something that has to change. Like, most blockchain operations, like, 90% comms, marketing, business development and then 10%, you know, the rest, including R&D, we're like 90% R&D. And, and, and so sometimes our cost, comms and marketing and so on isn't the best. And that's something you're going to see getting better, especially, you know, during, over the That's okay, it's, it's still dawn. early. It is still early, but, you know, we're aware, of, it's kind of ridiculous. We have this, like, by far the biggest R&D operation in, in blockchain, and it's been running for years, and it has all of this incredible new technology, but we don't nece- aren't necessarily very good at communicating it and, and, and selling it to the world, What's what, what, selling to the world what it is.
0: The key takeaway from that is, to build something that changes the world is really, 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 really hard.
1: Huh. Yeah, I mean, of course. Like, you know, I mean, if, if you get into the internet computer, it, it becomes... It, it, I mean, I encourage anyone to do it. Um, you'll quickly find areas that are just impossibly complex. I'm chief scientist and devised, you know, the overall architecture and, and um, you know, concepts and... and um, but, you know, there are plenty of areas now which I, I couldn't possibly fully understand. And One, one example would be... Um, the you know the chain key cryptography that actually powers the internet computer. Um, like I know how the individual components, you know cryptographic components, um, what they do, and you know I I ask for many of them, but I you know the, the, how that new cryptography works is 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 pretty tough for anyone to understand who's not a professional cryptographer. So um, you know that's an inevitable facet. I think you know I mean Bitcoin's um, you know, the merit of Bitcoin is, one of the key merits of Bitcoin is is, is simplicity, right? Um, you know, anyone who dedicates sufficient time can understand Bitcoin end-to-end. And there's obviously advantages to that. Um, but at the same time, you know, Bitcoin's, you know, addressing a pretty, you know, straightforward goal. It wants to be digital gold.
0: Let me um, ask you this. So, as a founder, as a scientist, as a dreamer, this thing is your baby. You've literally dedicated this portion of your life to building it. The last thing you want is to turn it over to the community that's full of you know, frogs from 4chan that just come and wreck the whole thing just for the lulls. You know? How do yeah. you know when is the right time as a founder to turn it over to the Dow and say, okay, well, yeah. here's the keys to the car?
1: I, I think people will see that it works very well. I mean, um, the Internet computer is the only blockchain that runs under the, the full control of the DAO. And it's wonderful. Um, you, you, you know, I mean, you're seeing that digital democracy, um, you know, really become more vibrant. I mean, it's digital democracy in motion. Um, you know, there are, there are, you know, there are debates about, you know, the ways uh, the kind of proposals should adopt reject, and reject. And that's natural. but. The, the network nervous system is designed in a very kind of clever way. It involves, you know, anybody in the world can participate. You, you just get the ICP token and stake it in t- inside, creating something called a, a voting neuron. Um, you have to like d- determine how long it will take to get the, the ICP locked inside back, right? It's has a dissolve delay. And the, the longer it takes, you can configure it anywhere from six months to eight to eight years. The longer you configure it to be, um, the, the, the more your voting power and the more the voting rewards. Um, and then when you, you credit, you know, your your voting neuron or voting neurons, um, you can configure them. You can either, you know, make them vote manually, or you can configure them to vote automatically by following other neurons. Right. So um, essentially, users typically delegate, you know, trust and expertise by making them follow other neurons. And um, for the most part, they. Vote automatically. Neurons can't vote automatically on motion proposals, which are a special kind of proposal. But there are, you know, you know, many tens of proposals that you can vote on automatically. Um, but of course, you know, on the fly, you can redelegate trust and expertise. But but, but for the most part, you, you you know you you work like that. So um, this means that you know the nervous system is actually able to process very large numbers of proposals um every day and it does so and the the delegation of trust and expertise and the incentive that the lockup, prov- yeah, you, know, you know creates for t- for neuron owners to to vote in ways that promote the future success of the network um pretty much guarantees that it's, the network nervous system is pretty sensible like it's adopting proposals with, with a fair degree of wisdom and i i've even um discovered, found myself in situations where I voted one way and then, you know, the proposal that I voted positively on has been rejected because other neurons vote other ways. And then, you know, first I thought, well, damn. And then later on I found that actually, you know, um, those other people found that, you know, they'd invested more time than I was able to um, in investigating um, and evaluating a proposal. And, And they'd found... Their reasons to vote to reject it so um yeah I mean you know the network nervous system as a you know as an advanced DAO that actually controls the entire internet computer blockchain network has been working extraordinarily well um and it's made it possible to evolve the network in real time upgrade the network fix things um, have debates within the community about various things and get them resolved um and, and the network's just been sort of Working very well under its, you know, c- c- governance, and um, so I think the same thing's gonna 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 happen for you know, apps and services. If you take something like Open Chat, you know, when it fully decentralizes and and um, hands control to a service nervous system, which again is another kind of advanced DAO using the same technology. Um, i think we're going to see it working pretty well and you know the, the core developers who credit you know been working on open chat this far will become members of the community that themselves hold voting token you know uh you know uh governance tokens and participate and create voting neurons and so on um and they'll be up to they'll be up, able to update and, and update the um service just as well as they can at the moment um but you know fundamentally it'll be the community has control and, and, and if the service nervous system, for example, auctions governance tokens to raise funds um, for the further development of something like open chat, those funds will sit inside that service nervous system under the control of the community. And that's the, the beauty of having an autonomous system, right? You can now even do community fundraising um, without it being an ICO, because you're not fundraising, an autonomous, decentralized autonomous organization is fundraising and it keeps the-
0: Interesting. Keeps
1: the funds. So that, that I think is the future. We're gonna see an explosion, I think, uh, in, in, in sort of Cambrian explosion of truly decentralized web three dApps and services on the internet computer.
0: Well, Dominic, that's amazing. Everything that you built over there. Thank you so much uh, from humanity for giving huh. us a better alternative <laughs> than fucking Facebook. So we can't wait to have you back on. Um, but if people need to digest more right now, where can they go follow you? Where can they learn more about Definity?
1: Well, I mean, um, you know, if you if you go to, to Talk, um, there's a section called Community Conversations, so you can see what's coming up. Um, there's a section called How It Works, which tries to sort of break down the various components of the network and um, explain how they work um, in different levels of detail. Uh, there's, you know, there's a Discord. Um, there's a sort of growing, I, I mean, there's more, I mean, I think like two or three months ago now, you know, there were more than a thousand developers building the Internet Computer, so that's growing wow. and growing quickly. So that's great. There are different, yeah. There are, there are communities you can connect with, albeit it's early. Um, there's also something you know called the Internet Computer Association, and you can find that at internetcomputer.org. That's a dashboard that gives you stats about the Internet Computer, um, and yeah, you know, just get going, explain, you know, exploring some of the things that are being built. I, I there's, I mean, the a Discover, which is like a sort of Reddit on the Internet Computer. There's a thing called Tagger. Which I only came across the other day,
0: which is really cool. Or Open Chat, huh?
1: Oh, Open Chat, yeah. <laughs> OC, uh, uh, OC. App. Um, Discover is I'm um, discoverers. I don't Tagger is T A G G. I'm just. There's loads of stuff. There's a you know, entrepot which is like NFTs. Um, there's these kind of like cool wallets you can get. Uh, Albeit you don't need a wallet. It has a you little know, internet identity which means you can log into a DAPPS on the internet computer just using a fingerprint sensor, or a face on your phone securely. Um, yeah, just explore that. I mean, there's so many, I don't have time to keep up with them. I know the first DEX has just gone live, so some of the features that really enable DeFi to work properly are just being enabled, you know, with anything like live. Wow. May.
0: So quite um, the uh, rabbit hole. A- this has been a great high-level overview. Dominic, thank you so much for your time, and we thank can't you. wait Good, yeah. to continue the conversation.
1: Yeah, look forward to it. Thanks.